Podmoth. Hello, friends. I'm Taya. Yo, yo. I'm Sammy. I really like that. Thanks. Welcome to this episode of the Offbeat Worm Podcast brought to you woo, by the Podmoth Network. This, first of all, sorry about last week. Uh, <laughs> just It just kind of didn't happen. Um, but this week we're going to make it up to you by doing a hybrid Fight to the Death Sammy episode. Whoa. Whoa. So we're going to do a Fight to the Death and we got two spicy Sammy segments for you. Like that alliteration there. Um, yeah, why don't we just, why, what are we waiting for? Nothing. Yeah. Let's just, let's just do it. Okay. We're going to start with Fight to the Death. Sure. Would you like to explain to the folks out there? How I will explain to the folks out there how Fight to the Death works. Basically, my friends. Fight to the Death consists of three rounds. Meow, Round-, meow. <laughs> Round one is physical traits. Round two is fun facts and round three is whatever else you know the the other stuff other stuff every round is rated out of five a guest judge comes on rates them tells us who wins and that's how it goes yep sammy you won the last one again i did you usually who did i win with it was um kermit versus the geico gecko oh yeah well kermit only won by like half a point though so yeah well, it was a close. It was a close one. But this week, Sammy, who are you fighting for? Well, <clears throat> we got an interesting one this week. He's a mean green fighting machine. It's Shrek the Ogre. And I am fighting for Gru from Despicable Me. Went back to that phase in my life. Let's <laughs> 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 boo. Doodles. You can start. Just go ahead. I'll cut this out. Start over? No. Just go ahead. No. <clears throat> so, round one on physical traits. That was, that was beautiful. Thanks. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Shrek. Well, first off, it was based off of a children's book written in 1990. Ted, did you ever read the Shrek children's book? Um, I don't read books, so no. Well, well, let me tell you. Oh, please do. This might be the one exception to the rule that books are always better than the movies. Damn. The book was. Did you read it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like for this or just like in life? No, just in life. <laughs> it's like a picture book. It's not oh, like I okay, read. Okay. Okay. It's not like I read Shrek the novel. We should write Shrek <laughs> the novel. The schnovel. No. Nope. Nope. No. No. It. No. <laughs> All right. Just, <laughs> just keep going. All right. Well, Shrek actually once had a Canadian accent. Shout out to Matt there. Actually, I didn't notice Matt's Canadian. Also, accent. that's not until next week. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Whatever. We'll just leave it. Preview. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Who's Matt? You don't know. Ooh. Unless you're Matt. Matt probably knows who Matt is, but that's besides the point. Keep going. Matt might not know who Matt is. Maybe it's a different maybe we're talking about someone else. Or maybe we're all undefinable characters of the universe. So Shrek. <laughs> the sh- the schnovel. <laughs> so um <laughs> the actor tried it out before switching eventually to the Scottish accent. The Shrek accent. Nope. Still <laughs> yes. Not. I'm sticking with that one. 
Uh, Nicolas Cage was once offered the job of being the voice I actor. I don't like the thought of that. Well, neither did he. Because <laughs> he, <laughs> he turned it down because he was afraid of how children would see him. That's fair. I'm just, I'm just a little bit scared of Nicolas Cage, so... Well, I guess that wouldn't really change things then. No. Um, we should do an episode about Nicolas Cage. Just just talking about Nick. I don't know enough about him. <laughs> There's a lot. Really? He's a weird dude. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. While Gru may be despicable, Shrek literally stems from the Yiddish word terrible. That's just sad. Yeah. That's just Shrek. <laughs> that's just that's just that's Shrek. I'm gonna start using Shrek as an adjective. Like instead of going home and saying, "Mom, I had a terrible day." Mom, I, I had, had a Shrek, Shrek day. day. That like wow, that was Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too. It's happening. All right, it's I gonna sh- be really, really Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> other physical traits. He's a big dude. He's probably, what, six, seven feet? He is seven feet tall. Seven feet tall. Probably like I looked it up. 400 pounds, you know? <laughs> Shrek weighs eight tons. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's a, he's a, you he's know? A, he's a pretty sizable guy. He's a plump dude, you know? <laughs> Never refer to Shrek as plump ever <laughs> again. I hate it. He's just like, you know those little, like, dumpling rolls? Dumplings? Yeah, sure. <laughs> what do you mean, sure? That's what they are. Your turn. That's it? That's all you had? That's all I had? For physical traits? Yeah. Well, you just kind of stopped very abruptly. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you were done your thought. I mean, his toenails are gross, but <laughs> other than that. That's opinion and therefore doesn't count. <laughs> all right. Gru's physical traits. Gru is approximately 14 feet tall. No. Uh, yes. No way. Yes. Uh-uh. It, Google it. If you Google how tall is Groom, multiple sources say approximately 14 feet. <laughs> so he is double the height of Shrek. Okay. Then his nose has to be like seven feet long. It, Gru's nose is as long as Shrek is tall. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Oh um. So he, I, I wrote in my notes, he will tower over Shrek and make him look like a sad little baby. Um. <clears throat> Now, he is evidently very strong and athletic based off the fact that he is capable of, and I quote from uh, wikifandom.com, uh, he is capable of dodging and leaping off of several heat-seeking missiles, all going at the speed of sound, backhanding Vector Shark with a single punch with the apparent force of a truck, whatever the force of a truck is, <laughs> and smashing his fist into Vector's monitor, easily cracking the screen without damaging his hand. So, Gru's a a tough boy. Mm. He's got some he's got some strength, mm-hmm. you know? He's he can do some stuff. Um Also, <laughs> I just wrote in my notes, have you seen that guy's nose? It's so pointy like how, but it's pretty sick, I'm not going to lie. And we've determined it's probably approximately as long as Shrek is tall. So. Oh, it's my turn again. Yeah. <laughs> Round 2. Fun facts. Wow. The fact that we haven't auditioned for The Voice yet is yeah. a little goofy of us. I think we should get on that. All right. All right. Fun so, facts. <clears throat> Shrek has many layers as he is like an onion. Onions are gross. 
Yes, but psychologically, Shrek is much more advanced than Gru. Really? Yes. Really? Yep. Explain that. Why don't you? Because, you know, Shrek. In what in what ways is Shrek intellectually all right, advanced? All right, Sammy? all right. I'll tell you what. You know that old saying where it's like you got a boiled egg, a coffee bean, and a carrot. Well, no, I don't know that. All right, let me tell you a little story. Then. Oh, we're going. We're going off book. There was once a grandma. I don't know who, <laughs> but she told her grandchild. That there are three t- types of people in the world. Okay? Oh, you're talking about types of people. You just said there's a green bean and a coffee a and carrot. a carrot. I was like, for what? Okay, so the carrot is hard. <laughs> really? <laughs> Unflexible. Oh, oh, every carrot I've ever very had strong. is like very bendy. Really? <laughs> I only eat bendy carrots. Okay, well. I I'm... actually don't even like carrots, wow. but. Okay, well, but when you put it in the pot of boiling water, it turns to mush. Oh, when I see when I boil carrots, they get hard. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Okay, then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> How do you boil a carrot wrong? <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Okay, for I was very. No, 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 no. I'm totally kidding. When you put the egg in the pot of boiling water. Before it's fragile and runny, yoki. Yeah, runny. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And when you take it out, she's of the a runner. She's a track star. Yeah. <laughs> and when you take it out of the pot of boiling water, it's got a hard inside. Okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> I could see the pain in your eyes when you said that. It's got a hard inside. <laughs> and then you when look you like you're gonna cry <laughs> when you take the coffee bean. At first, it's bitter and tough. <laughs> I guess I've never tried to. Where I've are you getting it. this from? I don't know. <laughs> then, when you put it in the co- pot of boiling water, it turns rich and flavorful. <laughs> now, how does this relate to personality types and also Shrek? <laughs> when you're going through tough life, which is the pot of boiling water, mm-hmm. you have to decide how you're going to change. Are you going to be the carrot who turns out smushy? <laughs> Are you going to be the egg who's turned out to be hardened by the world? <laughs> or are you going to be that coffee bean who's rich in flavor and color? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what I'm saying is... <laughs> He strikes an onion, which is none of the three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he has many different layers. So that that had no relation he to would Shrek. Become, he would become caramelized, <laughs> which, which to me is the best of all of those. Except it wasn't an option. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Wait, so what were you trying to get at with that? Okay. (laughs) He's psychologically stronger because he's an onion. I don't know. He makes other people cry, okay? (laughs) Sure. Okay. (laughs) He also lives in a swamp, which last time I checked, they're not the cleanest of places. So you're saying he's gross. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, but that sounds like what you're saying. No, what I'm saying is he probably has a fantastic immune system to to, to, to fight off all of those diseases. But what you're really saying 
Like, were you really getting out here? This lady's nasty. Okay, well, <laughs> that supports my next point, which is he takes mud baths. and his So he cleans himself <laughs> by his diet getting dirtier. Is rotten fish, so his smell alone would probably wipe Gru completely out. Yeah, but Gru's nose is so long, scents don't actually <laughs> ever get all the way through. Uh, one could argue because he has such a big nose, it would be t- like so strong and overpowering. No, no, things don't actually ever make it <laughs> all the way to his head. All right, well, that's that's it for my <laughs> that's round it? two. Okay, <clears throat> fun facts about Gru. First of all, Gru is actually his last name. His full name is Felonius. Oh Gru. God. What? What? That's pretty bad. Felonious grew. Get it? Like a felony is like a crime. No. His his yeah. Felonious is like criminal. So he's just. So his name is like criminal grew. Oh. So, so already he's better. Also, um, he literally has a group of minions living in his basement. And by a group, I mean like like an ungodly amount of of little yellow bitches living in his basement. He has an army, is what I'm saying. He he has an army. He's um, an army, but we have a Hulk. Sorry, go ahead. He could step on Shrek. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Gru's legs are the size of Shrek in its entirety. Anyway, um, after living a badass supervillain lifestyle, Gru was a supervillain. Um, he ran a jelly manufacturing business for a minute, and then he became a, a an agent for the Anti-Villain League. So, to recap, he was literally a supervillain, the baddest of the bad. He was an entrepreneur, hashtag girl boss, am I right? Hashtag no. grew boss, no. am no. I right? No. And then he became a sp- Bye. He, I I really like the fact that you didn't mention that he's a dad. I haven't gotten to that yet. Okay. I'm not done. I'm not done my fun facts, Sammy. My point is, he is versatile and shows a lot of character development. What a guy. He stole the fucking moon. <laughs> like like he stole the moon. I never understood that. Why? Because he wanted it. He gets what he wants. Hashtag Gruboss. He would have literally destroyed. I see it. I like it. I want it. Force. I steal it. <laughs> I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. And wear it to stores. Oh, wow. Yeah. I see it. That's a great like way to get I sued by it. Danny DeVito. I steal it. Um, <clears throat> also, he, although he starts out the first movie, Despicable Me 1, um, as a cold-hearted villain, he grows to love the three girls that he adopts. That's a little weird. <laughs> Sammy? <laughs> Sammy? Honey? Honey? It. He gave them a home and a loving family. All right. Also, his wife, Lucy, who is... 15 feet tall. <laughs> that has to count for something. I thought she would be taller than that. She's like two feet taller than Gru. She's one foot taller than him, actually. <laughs> okay, whatever. Anyway, so his wife is also a badass. That has to do something for him, right? Um, And also, it's it's Gru. He's a, he's a, he's a dude. He's a guy. That's a fact. He's a Gru. 
Hashtag grew boss. All right, you done? Yeah, I should stop. <laughs> All right. Has Despicable Me ever made a very awful worse than the movie Broadway production? I think not. Shrek is also still one of the top five animated movies for gross. Gross? Gross. Grossing? Grossing, yes. Great. Minus a point for saying gross, because what the fuck? Listen, all right? I'm listening. It's also part of the Library of Con- Congress in animation film. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all in all, you should vote for Shrek because... Oh, so now he's running for president? <laughs> yes. Vote for Shrek. Because how many movies have there been made of Despicable Me? Three? Three, Three Despicable Me movies plus Minions plus a bunch of short films. Okay, well, there are definitely more than Shrek. No, there are definitely more Shrek films. How many Shrek films are there saying? A lot. And four. And <laughs> there's, I think and there's four. Did I did I totally forget to mention he has a bunch of little nerdy friends like Pinocchio? <laughs> Pinocchio, Sammy. I think we've discussed this recently, Sammy. Pinocchio's a little bitch. Okay, we've been over this. All right. Well, there's also a giant gingerbread man. Okay, mm-hmm. giant. You could just eat him. Ginormous, and a very very strange fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. To whoop. Grew's butt. Yeah. Grew's 14 foot tall butt. <laughs> In conclusion, I digress. What? Um, <clears throat> well, are you done? Never. Yes. Go ahead. I was like, wait. <laughs> okay. All right. I, okay. Mm-hmm. Grew. Felonious Grew, if you will. What a guy. Sammy Grew had a tough childhood. All right. He was bullied. That's not fun. Grew persevered. He took his rage and turned it into fuel. Maybe you could even say rocket fuel. No. Which he used to get him to the moon, which he stole out of space. Well, Grew is a loving father, husband, and minion owning guy <laughs> so a slave owner no they're not slaves he pays them does he i saw that on like wiki fandom or something like that <laughs> i'll look hold on the minions could just leave if they wanted to he's not keeping them there he's emotionally tormenting them no it makes them happy did you not see minions the movie the minions want to be minions. Oh yeah. So he's so doing them a favor. Tormentor. He's tormentor. <laughs> yeah. He's doing them a favor by keeping them employed. Plus he gives them a pretty sweet crib to live in. All right. Also, uh, he's a great guy. He's a great dad for his daughters, who he adopted. He's a great husband for his wife Lucy. They're the hashtag power couple. Am I right? Yes. She deserves better. Yes. And what about it? Sammy? (laughs) Perfect couples rarely exist. I'm not saying they're perfect. I'm saying they're a power couple. I love them. All right. Also, at the end of every Despicable Me movie, there's a dance party. And I think that's pretty fucking epic. 
Um, in conclusion, did Shrek steal the moon literally out of the sky? Didn't think so. Also, Groom is, I would like to reiterate, 14 feet tall. Thank you for your time. I would double check on that. Hashtag Groomboss. I checked in multiple websites. Mm-hmm. Let me hear. I'll look it up for you right now. I'm good. Um, too bad. All right. So for my next extraordinary segment, he's 14 feet tall. Oh, also, everyone say hi to our guest judge who's going to judge us right now. Everyone say hi, guest judge. Hi, my name is Caitlin, and I'm friends with Taya and Sammy. We go to school together. It's a great time. And I'm going to be judging this week's Fight to the Death, which contains our contestants, Shrek and Gru. So first off, we're going to start with physical traits. So for Shrek's physical traits, Sammy mentioned that he had a Scottish accent, which I really like his Scottish accent. So I approve of that. And that you can also use Shrek as an adjective. I don't know how that's a uh, physical trait, but you can have a Shrek day. So for Shrek's physical traits, I gave that a two out of five. And moving on to Gru's physical traits, Gru has a lot to say. He is 14 feet tall, so he dominates over seven feet tall Shrek. So Gru is double the height. So that gives him a big advantage in the fight. And according to Taya, what she found on the internet, Gru uh, can dodge, le- dodge and leap off obstacles that are going at the speed of light. So I think that gives him a pretty big advantage in the fight. So he, from what I've gotten, Gru seems pretty invincible. So I'm going to give Gru a four out of five for the physical traits round. So moving on to fun facts. For Shrek, Sammy describes him like he has he has layers like an onion. And I approved of that. But she also said that he was psychologically stronger, but gave no evidence. So that fell through for Shrek, I think. But she did also mention he lives in a swamp, which is pretty gross, but he has good immunity. So I think he could last longer in the fight. And Sammy also mentioned that he takes mud baths. So his smell could wipe out Gru, which is true. So for that round, for fun facts, I gave Shrek a four out of five. And moving on to Gru, I really approved of his full name, which is Thelonious Gru. And I think that's a fabulous name. And to help him along in the fight, he has a ton of minions. So that's his attack army. So Shrek may be outnumbered since Gru has all these little yellow friends to help him out. He is also a supervillain, entrepreneur, and spy. So he just keeps climbing up the ladder here. And if he's a spy, he's pretty sneaky. So I don't know what tactics he could have up a sleeve for Shrek. He also stole the moon. So I don't get what else. I don't get what else I need to say. 
because he stole the moon. So I gave uh, Gru a four out of five. And for the final round, we have fun, fun facts. So for Shrek's fun facts, he's in the, his movies are in the top five animated movies, which I think is pretty impressive for an animated movie. And I also like his friends. He has lots of friends like the gingerbread man and the godmother, which I think could help in the fight. But I don't know if they could, I don't know if they could compare to the thousands of minions that Gru has. So for the fun facts round, I gave Shrek a three out of five. And for Gru's fun facts, he has persevered. He has gone against all odds. He was bullied and he still came out, he still came out on top and stole the moon. He's a great dad and a husband. He started off at the beginning of the movie, not liking these three little girls he adopted. And by the end, I think of the second movie, he loves these girls and he's a great dad. And also to close out the fun facts round, Taya mentioned that they have a dance party at the end of each movie. And I love that. I think that's a great touch. And when grew when if Brew wins the fight, then he can do a victory dance. So for this round, I gave Grew a four out of five. So the and you've all waited for who will win this week's fight to the death. And Grew came out with 12 out of 15. And Shrek came out with a only nine out of 15. So in the end, Grew prevailed and won the fight to the death. All right. Thank you, guest judge Sammy. What do you have for us next? So this next segment was deeply inspired by one of my good friends, George. George? Yes. Oh, good. Yes. I'm so excited. George. Does George listen to the pod? I don't know. We'll have to make him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> George wanted me to do a segment um, on why blankets should be socially acceptable. and Like in public? Yes. Okay. And for a minute, I thought about it, and I was like, huh. And then, mm. and then, I really thought about it. Like you thought about it. Yeah. And <laughs> no one really loves a blanket more than me. Okay. Blankets are great. You have an offbeat worm blanket. I do. It is my favorite thing in the whole I world. I want one. I should get one. Yeah, you sh probably should. Like, literally, I might. <laughs> that would probably be a good thing for the, you know. Yeah. Yeah. For the thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Blankets. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I actually did research on this, okay? So, yeah. So, we Ooh. might actually learn something here. I'll put all of my <laughs> sources in the show. Can you just say Sunday night? I really wanted to know why blankets and objects from your young childhood hold such oh, specialness. Blankets are only from childhood? To you. Oh, no, I'm I saying, like, I wanted blankets. to know. No, <laughs> I want to know I was why. Like, it's wait, like, am I not supposed to be using a blanket? I'm going to bet that at least. 30% of adults out there right now still, well, maybe young adults, <laughs> still have their childhood treasures, okay? I still have my baby blanket. They're probably kind of ratty and a little bit frayed, but I'm going to bet you either know where it is or you still have it. Did you have a name for your baby blanket? 
no, I don't. Oh. I don't. <laughs> so I really didn't have anything like that. Fascinating facts, I know. Wow, we're learning a lot about Sammy this week. Maybe that's why I'm so me. <laughs> it's because I never had any of that. But you're very you know? similar to me, and I did. So I mean, I had like stuffed animals throughout the years. I had a baby but blanket. I wasn't attached. It had ducks on it, and its name was Ducky. Nice. <laughs> I was a creative child. <laughs> Original. I know. Um, yeah, I, I actually never, I never really had it. Or if huh. I did, I was not attached because I don't remember. Interesting. Um, so the idea of blankets and stuffed animals has definitely become more typical in society, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Especially since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to know the research behind the attachment to those blankets and such items. Ooh, I know. fancy, sciency. And why do we have such a deep connection to these objects from our childhood? Mm-hmm. So what I learned is that blankets and stuffed animals have actually been proven to boost a child's self-esteem and confidence. And oh. They t- yes, I know. Fascinating. How does that work? Uh, I will explain. Okay. Um, they tend to make them less shy than their peers. Okay. So... Children use the blankets or uh, the transitional object, they're called, um, which is like, you know, it can be blanket, it can be a toy, it can be a stuffed animal. I had a blanket animal. and a stuffed animal. So they My stuffed animal was a butterfly. I guess what its name was. Uh, D.W. Winnicott. Win- That's not it. No, it was named Butterfly. No, I'm saying D.W. No, Winnicott. No, it was a joke because I said, guess what its name is? And you said T.W. <laughs> Winnicott. And I said, no, it was Butterfly. Wow. <laughs> okay, well, the comfort objects have been studied since 1951. When oh, the wow. Term, yes, when the term transitional object was first used by D.W. Winnicott. Winnicott? Winnicott. Winnicott? How is it spelled? W-I-N-N-I-C-O-T-T. I would say either Winnicott or Winnicott. Winnicott. No, Cot. Winnicott. Winnicott. Okay. <laughs> um, so children use these as security to ground them as a constant in their lives, reminding them that they are A-OK. So, like, huh? when a parent leaves their kid for at a preschool for the first time, yep. the child feels the loss of their parents, mm-hmm. but the blanket and or other object is there to like stabilize them and it's like a constant in this new un research makes sense yeah it does um the most the emotional support items can make a child feel brave without their parents and they're actually proven to lessen the stress of uh being on one's own interesting Parents usually take away the items from their child because they, the parents, are afraid of how other people will perceive them and or their child. Yeah. Uh, This can actually create trauma or anxiety for the child. That is not spicy or hot. No. And kids who take their, this is really cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Kids who take their blankets to the doctor's office usually have a lower heart rate and blood pressure than those who do not. That makes sense, though. It does, Like, right? I, I get it. 
Uh, it was seen as a failure if a child still had attachments to their toy once they hit school age. But now more research is coming out that adults need security blankets, too. Yeah. Security blankets in the loose term of, like, certain objects. Like, yeah. wedding rings. No, ca- like, I have, and this sounds, like, kind of stupid, but I have this keychain on my backpack. And I, like, take it everywhere with me because when I get, like, anxious mm-hmm. out in public... Like, having it, I don't know why. I'm just like, that helps. Yeah, it's, like, a constant in your life. I just, like, I always I always have my keychain. Like, I know it's there. It's something that no matter yeah. where you go, it's going to be a constant. It's going to be there. I'm going to yeah. have it. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Right? I thought so, too. Um, the idea of an object being more than just its physical appearance is called essentialism. Okay. So, like, I know I pretended that my stuffed animals had special magical powers yep and were unique to them own their own selves yeah which brings along the point that uh s- there was a study done where the adults would swap out their child's special item mm-hmm. and literally put a replica in its place yeah and over 75% of the kids did not want the replica they yeah, wanted it's like, the original like I mean, I don't know if you've heard about this, but when kids have like those, I forget what they're called, but they're like the the small little blankets with the heads, mm. you know, and parents usually have like six of them because they get lost so easily yeah. and they'd like the kid would lose it and they give him a new one. And the kid's like, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it because it's don't. that that one is it, its own thing. It holds you've special... given me a whole new thing. Yeah. It has, like, memories attached to it. Yeah. It's very nostalgic. They give it, like, a personality. Yes, exactly. It's more than just exactly. a... Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, a study was then done in adults where they were forced to cut up pictures of their favorite objects. Mm-hmm. And University of Bristol psychologist Bruce Hood measured the skin response that they had. So the more they sweat the more emotionally attached they were likely to the object. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and a, a lot of people had, like, stress spikes. Like, a lot of emotional attachment. Yeah. Interesting. The more you sweat, the more attachment you had to that object. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, this is the result of a special attachment known as the endowment effect. When people feel a certain ownership and connection to certain objects. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, again, going back to the swapping out, you can't just trade an object, which is something that, like, um, you, when you think about it with little kids, it's, like, it's a pretty big deal to them. Yeah. You're taking away, like, the one thing that often is the constant in their lives. Yeah. Um, So, in sum... Linus never turned out to be awkward or intelligent from his blanket. And, in fact, I think I would argue he is one of the most mentally developed of the peanut squad. That's a good point, Sammy. Thank you. I love that. That was really fascinating. Uh, I also have three quotes from people I interviewed. George would like to say that blankets should be so socially acceptable. My standpoint here is that they distress those who are having a tough day. They provide security in this time of unpredictability. It makes one feel grounded and more connected to one's own personal sense of safety. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever want to like wrap yourself in a burrito? Literally all of the time. <laughs> yes. The burrito blanket. <laughs> it makes me feel much more connected to myself, my inner being, and the universe. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's a hug. It's a hug. Which brings me to my next 
person, a passionate teen, Colleen, who says that blankets are soft, comfortable, and they are portable. Mm -hmm. They let you sleep wherever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. Love the weighted blankets. It's like a hug. It's like a hug. And her mom, a PT and my aunt, says they release positive endorphins. That is science. (laughs) We should make podcast blankets such as say, it's like a hug. Aww. I think if we ever do a live show, can we like wear blanket capes? Oh my God. What if we make blanket capes? That would be really cool. Like turn blankets into capes capes. and then like wear them if we ever do like live shows. Mm -hmm. No more stage fright. No more stage fright. You won't have stage fright. Exactly. Sammy, Sammy, we have to do it. Often, like, I'll record, you know, when you have to, for school, you have Mm -hmm. to do, like, videos and send them in, and it's really annoying, and we all hate it. Flip grid. Yeah, we all hate it, because it makes us all feel uncomfortable. I always wear my hugest, largest, most comfiest I love that. Because it makes me feel like I'm being swallowed. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. So, yes, I think we should do that. I think we should find a way to make offbeat warm blankets that just say, it's like a hug. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be the so The hug cute. blanket. Okay. And then we'll cut some of them up and turn them into capes. <laughs> so. So. That concludes That was really interesting. Science of the day. I love it. I'd like to say to all those parents out there, let your kid keep the blanket. Also, literally, uh, we're both pretty weird people. In, like, a good way. In I don't think way. being weird is bad, but, like. It creates personality. You're listening to us right now. So clearly you think there's something good about us yeah. and we're weird. Let your kid be weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let, let your kid be weird. Let your p- kid be weird because it also like allows them to feel like they can explore who they are. Yes. You know? Without feeling like they're going to stray from it's their like a roots. Hug. You know, that is like their roots. It reminds yeah. them of who they are. So. Yeah. Let them, let them, keep let them keep their blanket. Yeah. All right, Sammy, what's next? This is a game. <gasps> I love games. This is going to be interesting. Uh, this is a segment that I feel like I did once before, but um, it's who said it. So this week, we have mm-hmm. quotes from Ron Swanson and a series of Disney princesses. Okay? <gasps> oh, I'm so excited. I watched the entirety of Parks and Rec, so I feel like I should know this, but I probably won't. Um, Yeah, so... Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. They're not all the Disney princesses, but they're all from Disney princess movies. Okay. 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 But my point was more I should know the Ron Swanson ones, except I I still won't. Okay. All right. I'm not ready, but let's do it. Quote number one. The only way you to get what you want in this world is to is through hard work. Um, I feel like that's something ron swanson would say but i feel like he would say it more aggressively hmm. that's almost too nice but i don't like how you said hmm but also i can't i i'm just so bad at these games i'm gonna go with disney movie good job it was do you want to try and guess for extra points my only thought and this is probably wrong i can 
my brain is saying Princess and the Frog, but I don't know why. You're right. Was it actually? Yes. Oh, my God. Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Well, because I know she's a hardworking lady. Mm-hmm. And that was my thought. I was like, Cinderella wasn't working that hard. Like, not, not to, like, talk shit. But, yeah. like, she wasn't working hard. Working hard or hardly working. <laughs> I also saw a meme the, uh, while I was researching this that said, uh, s- the reason why teens are so messed up is because we grew up up off of disney movies and cinderella disobeyed her parents ran from her house and attended a ball yeah fair enough so yeah fair enough that's why the world is so messed up yeah i can't believe i got that double right that's crazy that was actually really impressive wow my brain is a wild place (laughs) number two i regret nothing the end Ron Swanson. That was Ron Swanson. Hey, I don't know why. I just gave off Ron energy. Number three. I never look back, darling. It only distracts me from the now. The darling is hard. Mm. But I, you, you like to play tricky little mind games with me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm just going to say Ron. Inconceivable. It's Edna from The Incredibles. Oh, if you said it like Edna, I would have gotten it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Darling. Damn. But you also said Disney princesses, and The Incredibles is not a princess movie. All right, all right. That is the one exception. (laughs) Um, So therefore, that was actually, that doesn't count. Yes, I am alone, but I'm alone and free. Ron Swanson. Incorrect. Who the, the answer for number four is Elsa from Frozen. Mm. I didn't like Frozen, so maybe that's why. Mm. Okay, number five. There has never been a sadness that can't be cured by breakfast food. That's Ron Swanson. Correct. He's a breakfast food man. Okay, the next one is number six. Sting like a bee, but do not float like a butterfly. I'm pretty sure that's from a Disney movie. Would you like to guess? What Disney movie? Yes. Is it from a Disney movie? No, it's Ron Swanson. <laughs> that the disrespect uh, that emanated off of you in that exchange, I'm a little upset about it. But I will forgive you because you are my best friend. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. But I'm mad at you. Number seven. If you walk in the footsteps of a stranger, you'll learn things you never knew that you never knew. For anyone wondering, I just did a very uh, exaggerated exhale. I'm going to go with, I don't even care anymore, a Disney movie. You are correct. Would you like to guess which one? Can you say it one more time? If you walk in the footsteps of a stranger, you'll learn things you never knew you never knew. I don't know. Um, Would you like me to sing it? Yes, please. (laughs) Okay, I don't know the first part, but... um, You'll learn things you never knew, you never knew. (laughs) So it's a musical. Or you were just singing it for fun. (laughs) (laughs) Which is it? Guess. No, guess the the movie. Um, Well, my brain said Up, but Up is not a musical, so... If you sing with all the voices of the mountain grass, you can paint with all the colors of the wind. I think I'm more confused now. <laughs> is it, is it, 
Tangled? No, it's Pocahontas. Oh, I haven't seen Pocahontas. It's okay, though. I'm not sure I ever saw Pocahontas, actually. The movie, I want to be clear for everyone. Everyone out there, the movie is nothing like what actually happened. Yeah, in I think I never saw Pocahontas, and then once I learned about the real story of Pocahontas, now I won't watch it on purpose. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, so it's I bad. think it's me not knowing that up. is actually not my fault. Okay, um, it's society's fault. Number eight, I got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. What's a Disney movie, Sammy? Which one? The Little Mermaid. Good job. I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. <laughs> <laughs> got who's it's and woods it's galore you want thingamabobs i got 20 there you go catch us in little mermaid live on I'm ice <laughs> <laughs> can i be sebastian yes yeah who are you gonna be mm. i feel like you'd be a really good ursula is it sad I was thinking the same thing? <laughs> I love it. Or Flounder. We could be I feel like we give off Sebla- <laughs> Sebastian. We give off Sebastian and Flounder energy. Mm. Okay. Sebastian. Okay. Number 9. Number 9. If you don't believe in love, what's the point of living? That has to be from a Disney movie. But I don't think it is. I'm going to say Ron Swanson. It is. <laughs> it was right after he said, um, when I die, I want my ex-wives to come back to me so that I can tell them to go to hell. <laughs> Good. Well, because I felt like you would throw that in as a curveball for me. So mm. I'm I'm glad that I went with my gut on that one. I see. Number 10. I have six more after this. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love it. I hope the rest of your day is cool beans. I'm going to go with Disney movie. Ron Swanson. I cannot picture Ron Swanson <laughs> saying cool beans. I hate it. <laughs> That's on the list. You know, Do you have like a running brain list of things that just don't sit right mm, with you? Yep. That's on the list. Ron Swanson <laughs> saying cool beans does not sit right with me. It's like some parallel universe kind of thing. Can we do that for a segment one time? Prepare yes. li- like we could yes. we could do that as like a bonus episode. We can do like a yes list and a no list, mm-hmm. like things that just feel good and things that just don't. Mm. We'll do that for next month. We have a five week month. We'll do that. Okay. Uh, the next one, number eleven, is listen to me. The human world is a mess. Disney movie. Would you like to guess which one? Is it a Disney movie? Yes. Huh. Um. Listen to me, the human world is a mess. So there has to be something with not humans. Um, which is a lot of Disney movies. Is the main character human in this movie? No. Okay. Oh, yes. Well, no. <laughs> what? <clears throat> is it? I don't know. I don't know. It's the Little Mermaid. Sebastian. Oh. Listen to me. The human oh. world is a mess. Oh, my brain was thinking et but that's not a disney movie because i was thinking of wally wally i don't like wally i love i did not enjoy that movie but i also haven't seen it a long time i would watch it again and maybe my opinion would change there's not a lot of words in that movie there's like two people who talk wally Wally. (laughs) yeah it'd be funny if you're like the next quote is wally and i was like "Mm, i think that's ron swanson (laughs) 
Uh, okay number okay. 12 number 12 i need to stop singing things like their numbers in hamilton it's so bad <laughs> too weak to handle myself out there mother tell that to my frying pan um oh this one's hard i'm gonna say disney movie you are correct what do you like to guess is it the princess and the frog again no not the princess and the frog what the you know the one no i don't know (laughs) what is it it's rapunzel from tangled oh yeah she had the thing with the frying pan Mm -hmm. it is the princess and the frog i'm just what no not that i okay (laughs) i'm just malfunctioning a little everything's fine Number 13 is, I don't want to seem overdramatic, but I really don't care what happens here. Ron. <laughs> You're correct. Yay. <laughs> I think if I say things slower and <laughs> more apprehensive, I get them right. <laughs> Number 14 is, play nice, unless one of the other kids wants to fight. Then you have to kick the other kid's butt. Ron. Incorrect. Really? Correct. Olaf. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Mushu from Mulan. Ah. Yeah, I don't think I would have known that off the top of my head. I'm not going to lie. All right. Number 15 Burger is... Burger King foot lettuce. The last thing you want from your Burger King burger is somebody else's foot fungus. But as it turns out, that might be what you get. Sorry. I had to. Have you ever seen that video? Nope. I'll show you after this. Okay. It's so funny. <laughs> Number 15 is, if you wear a dress and you have an animal sidekick, you're a princess. Ron. No. Really? Really. What is it? Maui from Moana. Oh. Oh, yeah. That checks out. Okay. And lastly, number 16 is, well, I'm not usually for speeches, so goodbye. Ron. Correct. Yay! I did it. That was actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Like, I didn't do as bad as I thought I would. Good job. Thanks. That was fun. Thank you. Good job. (laughs) And that about wraps things up. But. But. We have a few other last minute things. (gasps) What do we have? What? Oh. (laughs) I was like, wait. You? I asked you. (laughs) Sammy, what was your favorite song this week? My favorite song right this week was Prom Dress. Really? I'm sitting You here haven't been singing it or anything. In a prom Dress. Yeah. I'll be the prom queen if, if crying, crying was a contest. We really need to do a live show. Yeah. I feel like the chaos would be too good. Would anyone come if we did it? Ooh, and we could invite guests up. We could be like clowns. <laughs> we already did I, did are. I, did I tell you that um, I met a clown who is from well she is uh she graduated from clown school and i asked her if she'd be on the pod and she said yes wait really yeah for real wait really yeah for real. really for real where did you meet her at the farmer's market did you give us our did you give her our information oh <laughs> so you asked someone to be on the podcast but you didn't give them our information so we have no way of contacting them ah, it'll 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 work itself out <laughs> did you tell her the name of the show i think i did <laughs> i hope Sammy! i did you can't do <laughs> what we need is business cards so we can just <gasps> hand them to people boom 
because that no that's happened like i've met strangers and like casually mentioned the show but like it's kind of it can be hard to remember so we need to just make business cards yeah we'll do it okay it'll be great okay mm. my favorite song this week was sorry i'm pulling out my spotify i don't even know what my favorite song i listened to a lot of songs this week did you i drove a lot this week mm. I think my favorite song this week was Nightstand by Justice Dennis. It's a really vibey song. I feel like you would like it. Okay. Maybe well, we can... I'll play it in the car Kay. on the way to Target. Um, Simi, what was your favorite TV show or movie this week? Oof, that's tough. Oof. I watched Cobra Kai with my family. Ooh, how is it? Is it good? Well, we did binge it, so... So you did like it. <laughs> it was... I've been meaning to watch that. It was like... <sighs> Looking back now, <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't like it, but I did watch it, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My family's watching a show right now called Home Economics. Huh. It's about, like, three siblings. One of them lives in Matt Damon's house. One of them's gay. One of them's, like, a writer, but he doesn't really, like, write stuff. It's a pretty good show. It's one of those family sitcoms. Oh, it's a sitcom. It's a family sitcom. Okay. One of those, like, 20-minute ones on, like, NBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those? Mm -hmm. It's one mm -hmm. of those. I like it. It's pretty... It gives me a good little chuckle every once in a while. Hmm. Yeah. That's... Nice. That's what I got. Sammy, what yes. are we going to appreciate this week? This week, we're going to appreciate individuality. Wow. Yeah. I, I just feel like people don't appreciate themselves enough. Hmm. We all need to take a minute... You know, like a solid Stop. 60 seconds. Wait a minute. <laughs> Don't like it. I'll put some liquor in it. <laughs> this is actually a musical now. Our podcast is a musical. Can we do a riff off one day? Like on, on the, the podcast? podcast? A riff off? Yeah. It's going to get copyrighted. <laughs> oh. But like, why not? But like our own. Yeah. I memorized the Pitch Perfect riff off. Did you? I know every single word of wow. it. Wow. I'll sing it for you in the car on the way to Target. Okay. Oh, Mickey, you're, you're so fine. <laughs> and you're mine. Wow. It's going down. Fade to black street. Anyway, <clears throat> um, I would also like to add, can we appreciate uh, frozen strawberry lemonade? Because I'm drinking one right now and it yeah. tastes really good. We can. It's but really back yummy. to individuality. Oh, yeah. Individuality. I think everyone needs to take a minute, look themselves in the mirror and say, I like you. Okay? Because Ooh, we're confessing feelings this week. <laughs> what? You're confessing your feelings for yourself. You have a, It's okay to have a crush on yourself. All right, all right. Okay. You gotta love yourself. All right, you gotta love yourself. Yeah? Yeah. So just take Plus, a, it's good practice. Take a second. Like, think about all the things that make you unique and special. What makes you have a crush on yourself? And then tell yourself. <laughs> okay. Well, Ted put it in different words, but sure. Um, yeah, just, I'm just really good at having crushes on people. So when you wake up, I want you to think like, dang, like think of yourself as Tom Holland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, I'll stop talking. the point is just not going to, it's <laughs> just not going to get there. So I'll, I'll mute myself. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Please don't do that. No. <laughs> Uh, well, the point is, everyone <laughs> needs to just. <laughs> well, Taya, that was a very interesting laugh. I hope you appreciate that about yourself, because that is definitely unique. 
And uh, I like that laugh. <laughs> Have you seen that video? No. Damn it! When you ask me if I have seen something, the answer is usually no. I need to culture you, Sam. I'm going to start sending you one video a day, and you have to watch it. The point, the point is... Love yourself. Do something for you today, you know? Drink a smoothie. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah. Treat yourself to thousand letters. <laughs> what? I don't know what the last part of what Tom says is, yeah, but he's we're like, a comedy sing-along podcast, but you don't know what the songs are until we're already singing them. <sighs> All right. Oh, Mickey, you're so, you're so fine. <laughs> and you're mine. I'll be yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need to stop. I'm yours. Oh, you done done the Annabella. Okay, we need to email. Okay. Um, Sammy, if the people want to email us, what's our email address? We talked about this two days ago. It is not the. It's no, ju- it isn't. Uh, wait, really? Yeah, it's not the. Okay. No, you're right. It's offbeat worm. At gmail.com. Yeah. Offbeatworm at gmail.com. And if they want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, what's our username? Offbeatpod.com. Offbeat. Offbeatworm.pod. <laughs> no, it's just offbeatworm. Where'd you get the dot pod from? I, uh. Instagram and Twitter is just offbeatworm. TikTok is offbeatwormpod. Stickers link is in our show, show notes. notes. <laughs> As is all of my sources. For As today. are all of the things. And maybe we'll throw in like a link to a picture of a blanket or something. Who knows? Yeah. Probably not though. I'll probably forget. Uh, seriously though, everyone, just just take a minute and tell Lo- yourself all yourself. the amazing things about you. Because you're like, awesome. I like you. I think so you're pretty cool. You're really awesome. You're the best. You're so cool. You're nice. really unique and, and individual, and there's no one else on you like that on the planet. Universe. Go wear World. a blanket to the grocery store. Thank you Do it. so much for listening, and, and we'll, we'll catch, catch you on the offbeat. Offbeat <laughs> <laughs> worm coming to Broadway 2022. Hello! Welcome to BSP Believer Skeptic Podcast. The commercial where two idiots debate weird phenomena. I'm Chris. I'm the Believer. I'm Cody. I'm the Skeptic. We are an LGBTQ paranormal comedy podcast. And proud members of the Podmoth Network. So, did you know there's a creature in Japan called a kappa that tries to suck a bejeweled life force out of your anus? Uh, I did not, and I'm not even going to try debunking that. Instead, I volunteer as tribute. Okay, so if you like your podcast a little spooky, a little mysterious, a lot gay, do we have the show for you? Just listen and subscribe to BSP Believer Skeptic Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And for more content, search BSPodPHX on social media or visit BSPodPHX.com. Bye! Bye.